Hello and welcome to the Faith Girl Podcast by Faith World TV with me, Mary Alison Momo, where we'll be having engaging, inspiring, insightful, captivating and thought-provoking conversations with leading figures from all walks of life. So tune in weekly for your dose of inspiration. Stay tuned. Welcome everybody. Um, welcome to another podcast faith flow my name's james and today i have with me claudine reed mbe thank you james nice to meet you claudine um claudine you're deemed as one of the most influential black women in business over the past years and done phenomenal work in governing bodies and in social entrepreneurship and what i'd like to ask you to start is can you tell us a bit more about black business initiative yes so before i get to answer that question let me just kind of give a bit more context to frame how how we got there in the first yeah. place so for the last 27 years i've been running a social enterprise myself uh, my husband we've employed over 10,000 staff over the last wow. um 27 years and in that space of time we provide care service care services to vulnerable adults and children um, educational services to young people who are at risk of exclusion. I work with a lot of community groups, individuals as a, as a, I mentor them. I provide, um, expertise around social entrepreneurship. So when you were speaking in my intro about governing bodies and all that type of stuff, I really enjoy that because I, I see that is one way that I can add value to the community. So the initiative, the question that you asked was that's the backdrop to that. So all of my experience, my influence, my impact that I've been able to create through my business led to me being headhunted by Lloyd's Banking Group. Wonderful. To chair the advisory committee that supports the bank to better understand the challenges that black entrepreneurs experience in the UK and then how they can mitigate those challenges. How can they work or create programs or products or solutions to level the playing field? Wow. Wow. That's really good. And what about Foundervine? Tell us about the partnership with Foundervine. So that's a really important partnership, Foundervine. So they are one of the key partners for, for Lloyd's. And the way how it works is Foundervine are the face of the community, if you like. So they are creating accelerator programs, incubators, um, community events, launchpad events, a whole suite of events, products and services for the community to access in a way that's convenient for them. So if you think about some training programs or some organizations, they'll only do things Monday to Friday, nine to five. And for an entrepreneur, those are, those are billing hours. For as much as you want to increase your capacity for more, for as much as you want to educate yourself, sometimes doing it between nine and five on a weekday is really challenging. So what Foundermine have done, which is really, really great, is stepped outside, <clears throat> excuse me, stepped outside of that framework. So some of the events are run in the evening, some of them are run during the weekends where it's convenient for entrepreneurs to really focus themselves and not think about, oh my gosh, who's going to answer the phone? Oh my goodness, I've got a contract to submit. Oh my goodness, I've got some something during for the business that they need to run. So Foundervine really uh, are the face, if you like, of one of the partners. And there are others. Um, we have a partnership with an organization called Jammy. 
another partnership with an organization called Mentor Black Business. And there are different layers or different components to this, if you like. And, and this was just one of the many solutions that Lloyd's have used in order to connect with the community so that they can, number one, better understand the challenges, but number two, and probably more importantly, bring solutions to the table with the help of myself and the committee. Right. So, so with the Launchpad initiative, um, what is that? Is that where they can potentially get a little bit of funding, a little bit of backing from Lloyds Bank, a little bit of professional help from you guys, all of you involved, and and it'd be like a a diving board for them to break into business. Um, yes. So the launch pad, if you think about a rocket, you're going to you yeah. put all this energy behind the rocket in order to launch it into another Who's stratosphere. Who's putting the fuel in there? Absolutely yeah. that. So it's almost like a competitive environment. Um, I, I had the opportunity to judge a launch pad competition a couple of weeks ago. You've got lots of people who, who apply and the launch is the launch of mentorship some of it may attract funding they are not necessarily brand new businesses they are businesses that need a launch into another level of business and of course you know the bank any bank always wants a business to do well because if the business does well of course the bank is going yeah, to be a beneficiary everybody you know it, it's it's a it's a full circle moment everybody is able to benefit from this um and so the launch pad is just one of those one of those events where you can apply for a competition and what's really interesting about this is that it's just not a standalone event so Earlier on this year, we had a Launchpad event in Birmingham. So we do this, this, the same thing, but now the focus there was on businesses based in the West Midlands region. And then a couple of weeks ago, we did the same Launchpad event for businesses uh, based in London. And you're going all the way around the UK? Uh, I'll come back to you on that one. Um, the, the idea is, so here's the thing. When you're in the West Midlands, you can call those people who are in the north of the country. Central, yeah. Absolutely. And then when you're in London, you can call those people who are kind of a bit more south of, yeah. of the country but one of the things that i've been working on and i'm really really excited about this so with the the government speak about the leveling up funding and really what that is is about leveling the playing field in the regions across the country so i'm involved in a roadshow. i'm going to birmingham to leeds to manchester to liverpool to really amplify the work that we are doing to support entrepreneurs so when you say are we going around the country not only with the launch pad event but there might be other things that we are doing to raise our visibility to support businesses to increase their profitability to increase the structure and the resilience of those respective businesses so the short answer not necessarily a launch pad but most definitely visibility and also honing you're obviously all there to help hone a business to be successful as well absolutely because when the business is successful james there are so many ripple effects or so many benefits to that think about social mobility think about community and generational wealth think about job creation job creation think about yeah. you know crime statistics decreasing because people can access job opportunities. Think about work experience opportunities for young people who may not know what they really want to do, but actually being able to do work experience for a week or two in an environment gives them a different perspective of life. I remember a couple of years ago, we were running a couple of programs with young people who were at risk of exclusion. And at this time, I think it was, you know, one of the major shows, I think it was Britain's Got Talent, um, a group had won, I think it was the dance group, Diversity. And we 
we were able to take a group of young people, bearing in mind they've all been excluded from school, we took them to see Diversity Studio and we also took them to a radio station. And it was almost like a light bulb moment came on when one of the young guys, he sat in the chair and he went, oh my gosh, I want to be a DJ. But in that moment, he realized in order to be a DJ, I need to go back to school because I need to get my education. It took him being excluded, going on this uh, excursion, sitting in a DJ's chair for him to realize the value of his education. And I think that's the thing that really warms my heart when I do this type of work because there's not a one size fits all approach for everybody. No. You've got to be able to reach different people based on where they are and almost hold their hand through that journey. Absolutely. I know, I know exactly that. Um, there's so many kids out there who, when they're leaving school and you ask them a question, what do you want to do when you grow up? Or what are you want looking yeah. to do when you leave school? And they say, well, I don't mean, no, I haven't thought about it. Yeah. Whatever. I think it's a really so, tough question, you know, to I mean, there are probably some adults <laughs> who don't know what they want to do with the rest of their life. But for a young person who's not had that level of exposure, they've not, they, they, they don't know what the world of work looks like. So in one of my former roles of governor of, I've been governor of a school and a college, I was really quite interested to hear the voice of the young people. What type of things is it that you're interested in making sure that the work experience opportunities were available for them so that they could see what is it like to turn up into an office at nine o'clock in the morning although covid kind of scuppered all of those plans because you know during covid my children both graduated from university and my son started his first day of work <laughs> in the front room you know it was all remote yeah and and you know that aside i think people need to go into the world of work they need to understand what it's like to be working in a, in a community of other people. What is it like to be under stress? You know, you know, people, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out. Like we've got deadlines and targets and things to meet. And those types of opportunities nurture strong character. They nurture resilience. They nurture emotional well-being. They nurture, you know, just mental well-being in terms of bringing balance into yeah. your own life. Personal growth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how does someone get in touch with Founderview? How, what would be the steps if they wanted to get involved with Launchpad, if they wanted to put themselves forward for it? So the, the, the gateway, if you like, is Lloyd's Banking Group. So I'd direct anyone to the Black Business Hub at Lloyd's Banking Group. And when you get to that uh, page, you'll see Foundervine, you'll see the Immerse programs, you'll see everything. It's a little bit like a buffet. You go into a restaurant and you see all this stuff in front of you, you think, oh my gosh, what am I going to have today? Literally, that's what we've done. So, so the front door, if you like, is Lloyd's Banking Group, Black Business Hub. You go there because here's the thing that's really interesting. Business is on a continuum, start, growth, scale. And you've got to know where you are. Are you at the growth stage or are you at the start up end? And you just like, just want to navigate the space. You just want to understand what's out there. What learning can I plug into to even see if this is really a valuable, a viable idea. You might have just woken up one morning with this, oh, I've just got this dream. I want to do something. And actually it's a hobby, not a business, or actually it's a charity, not a business, or actually it is a business and there are opportunities to trade internationally. So, so, so the front door, if you like, would be the Lloyd's banking group, Black Business Hub, you go there and you can navigate your way around. And if all else fails, they can connect with me. I'm on all the social media platforms and I can direct them to the right place that they need. Because ultimately, <clears throat> this is about, excuse me, ultimately, this is about 
job creation, social mobility. It's about the contribution that you are able to make to society in order to make our environment a nicer place to live. Absolutely, because it also takes crime off of the street because Absolutely. when everybody's so busy, when they're looking for their own goals and they're working, they're earning and they're... Because it amazes me, I'm, I'm sitting here talking to you and you're telling me all of these things that you're involved in. I think, where's your family life? You've got a family, obviously, yeah, but you're just constantly on the go. But then you are where you are and the youngsters of today just got to realise that they've got the helping hand there with the Lloyds Banking Group, found of you launch pad where no doubt there's experts in every field who will say yes your product or service is marketable let's help you take it and then help you with your personal growth yeah Joe, you know really interesting you said about um balance and family life i wrote a book called the balancing act it was it, it kind of coins everything that we've been speaking about and in the balancing act i speak about you know fitness faith family finance all of those things that make up the person the individual who they are and the the intersectionality of your faith in all of those respective things and i've been really quite blessed james in that myself and my husband work together so we talk about family life we just made a, a decision like just don't talk about business when we get home we can do that in in yeah, the office leave your bag at the door absolutely but we both bring complementary skills to the business he is a fantastic visionary brilliant at coming up with ideas once he's got an idea then i'll take that idea and put a strategy around it if you like wrap a team around that idea that frees him to go and find another idea whilst we create a team to actually manage and balance that business make sure it generates revenue we've got staff to pay um, and so and so we make that work then i've got two children they are now 24 and 25 but when they were younger i wasn't as involved as i am now when they were younger i was very we were both very present you know my husband would take them to school i would pick them up make sure you know he's never missed a game we've never missed you know all of those important key milestones in in the life of of your children now they are older i feel like i've got this uh lease of freedom and avoid <laughs> and avoid uh well they're still at home they're still at home but but the void of not having to do the school run <laughs> yeah. means that I can direct my time into other spaces. I remember um, <laughs> when they were both, I mean, when they were at primary school, we both, Patrick took them to school, I picked them up. But when they wanted, when they started secondary school and they wanted to take the bus with all their friends, <laughs> I remember my husband saying to me, oh my God, I feel like I've been fired, <laughs> fired from a yeah. job. But it, you know, the, they needed to mature and kind of find their, find their way. But what that has done is it meant that we could both be present parents in the life of our children. But at the same time, they also saw a different side of life. They saw entrepreneurship. They saw work ethic. They saw, you know, resilience. And, and we'd speak about things when things didn't go well. You know, I've applied for contracts and we weren't successful. But they knew that we were in that application process. And like, oh, so what are you going to do now? And I think those lessons are really important, not only for my children, but also for our staff and people who we work with to understand that things don't always go according to plan. And that no. doesn't mean that you curl up in a ball and cry. It means that you dust yourself off. Of course, you might have a moment like lie in bed all day, like leave me alone, nobody talk to me kind of thing. But you can't do that forever. You've got to 
almost, you know, kind of firm, firm yourself. You've got to talk to yourself and remind yourself that, you know, sometimes there are going to be days when you're in the valley and there are going to be other days when you're in the mountain. And I think that's where faith kicks in to all of this. It's your faith that's pulling you. It's that invisible hand, if you like, that's giving you the strength, the skill, the courage, the boldness, the audacity, the leadership to pull, to pull you, to pull you forward. And I think in my setting if you like if you think about that as a family if you think that think about that as a staffing group they've seen the highs and lows of business and i think that's really important because there's not enough people you know you think about instagram generation and everybody you know is going to be a millionaire <laughs> in in a week <laughs> with no business just going to find that one video Absolutely. yeah but that's not real life real life is courage it's boldness it's wiping the tears away from your eyes it's hearing those no's and having the capacity to bounce back it's really activating your faith and believing that if you can do all things through christ because he's your strength then in this moment when you feel like you have no strength how do you turn that into real life how do you how do you make that word become flesh how do you make that word become real life it's those moments when you think like oh my gosh my back is up against the wall i don't know what i'm going to do can you tap into you know all of the scriptures that you've ever read in your entire life can you make that the weight that brings you through a challenging moment. And I think there are so many instances where we don't see that enough in life because, you know, nobody puts awful pictures or awful stories on social media. That's not what it's there for. It's, it's the filter of a moment of my best life, you know, but I've, I, I find it really, I think it's really important to share the down days. I think it's really important to share when things haven't gone well because it contributes to building resilience it contributes to building mental well-being emotional well-being physical and spiritual well-being and and wisdom absolutely yeah doing that with the, the kids having them involved in that close family group i'm exactly the same with ours it gives them a great foundation for life work ethic is so important absolutely so important because you can carry it's like if you join the military not the military the military yes you go in, they treat you how they treat you, and you come out a fighting soldier or a pilot, but you've got that core behind you of how to behave and how to carry yourself. And yeah, it's it's a great foundation, a great foundation. We we uh, we, we we can talk forever, we I could. think. I think we, <laughs> we could, but I, I would like you to tell tell us about Channel Floor. Floor. Channel, Channel Floor. Yeah. Black in business. Tell us about it. That's really interesting. That was, um, oh my gosh, a really amazing opportunity. So again, if we kind of backtrack to the support that Lloyds Bank, Lloyds Banking Group are offering, um, Channel 4 also had their own internal um, race action plan that helped them to see the disparities between people who are coming for advertising. So if you think about the partnership, it was Channel 4 and Lloyds Banking Group, both with a similar mandate to support black entrepreneurs, we created an initiative called Black in Business. And what that was, was to create a prize of the five winners to win £100,000 worth of TV advertising um, for Q1 of 2024. Really exciting. So of course, we put that out uh, on a a, a advertising campaign thinking that we were going to get roughly around 500 applicants oh my goodness we had over a thousand people thankfully i was only involved in the final 10 (laughs) Um, and they were incredible that the businesses that were coming through the ideas the innovation
information that was coming through. They were all, of course, it's, it's, they had to be TV ready. So these are not startups. It's not somebody who's woke up one morning with a business idea. These are people who've been trading for a while, but they just haven't been able to have access advertising space. They just haven't had the budget for it. So um, look out on Channel 4 next year. Um, you'll see these adverts. They are all entrepreneurs who are doing incredible things in their spaces. They are in production at the moment and it's going to be absolutely incredible. And, and the thing that I really love about this is that I have the opportunity to be part of that evaluation process because one of the things that you want to make sure is that after you've exposed a business to worldwide advertising you need to make sure that they've got the infrastructure to deal with the demand that the advertising or that level of visibility is going to bring we had to make sure they had the right staffing structure they had the right um financial frameworks um in 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 place if they are product based if there was a mass demand for their product can they respond to that demand so it was really quite a strict criteria that the businesses had to go through to ensure that once you've won this it's going to do good for your business because the last thing that you want is all of this exposure and then in two months time where's the business oh they've yeah. collapsed because they couldn't manage the demand so it was a really great process and also a really good way for businesses to understand that if you want want to go into that mass um, advertising uh, uh, market, these are the types of things that you need to think about behind what people see because people are going to be in their homes watching TV yeah. or watching on mobile TV. Yeah, yeah. They're not actually seeing the infrastructure of your business. That's the thing that we don't see, but that's the thing that's really important that makes this piece work. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Only this morning coming in to work this morning and I was behind a little truck who was right behind me and I'm thinking you're going to kill me you know <laughs> get out of the way and then I was thinking do you know what something that we don't we take for granted when we're looking at something we think Lidl's prices are cheap and they're, they're these big lorries people just must imagine that the food appears in the supermarket for you to then go and um, collect but no there's a whole infrastructure absolutely and the thing is also that people at every level in the business do, does not know, maybe the MD might be different, but does not know that or everything, every aspect that goes into all of those individual things that makes the business a complete circle, yeah. a machine, it's like an engine, yeah, you know, absolutely. A converter and spark plugs. Not everyone knows everything. So to have the coaching and the support from someone as massive as Lloyd's yeah, Bank sure. is, is, is truly phenomenal. Sure. So that, that's, that's really good. It's so good. What advice would you give to aspiring black entrepreneurs who are looking to start or grow their own business? Um, <clears throat> I think right now, the time that we live in, in society with everything that's happened after the global pandemic, um, Brexit and, you know, the wars and everything that's going on, I think we are in a perfect opportunity, a perfect time to start and develop ideas. There are new products that are coming out to the table, uh, to, 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 to society. There are new opportunities. And even if you don't see an opportunity in your local community, in your city, in your country, in your continent, whatever level you've been called to serve on, you can find a market, you can find a, you can find clients. So to those viewers that are listening in, my number one thing, my number one advice to them would be 
identify your client group. Who are they? Where are they? And how can you serve them? After that, plug into the support that's available. Do a test, run a pilot scheme to see actually, is this really viable or is it just a hobby? If it's a hobby, okay, great. But it could also be a viable business that can generate jobs, back to the thing that we've been talking about, jobs, um, community and generational wealth, social mobility, all the things that are really important that any economy needs in order to make it be sustainable. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes. And also to remember, uh, from my perspective, that it's actually a sign of strength when you ask for help. Absolutely. So where the help is out there and it's offered, take it Absolutely. because it's not a hundred, hundred yard sprint. It's actually an 80 meter hurdle race and you've got to get over one and you will trip, you will fall, but pick yourself up, Absolutely. get the help you need to go around those around those so um looking ahead finally looking ahead what are your hopes for the future of black entrepreneurship in the uk um wow so my hopes for the future so one of the research um statistics came out that said black entrepreneurs contribute 25 billion to the uk economy my hope for the future especially let's let's put a timeline on that let's say over the next five years my hope for the next five years is that we can increase that contribution um there are amazing businesses that i've been able to support there are amazing opportunities both in the uk and outside of the uk there are amazing opportunities for job creation in the tech space, in the health and care, health care space, in the well-being space, in the education space. There are opportunities out there. The, the generation of income, yes, of course, it contributes to the economy. But before we even get to the economy, think about our homes. Think about our families. Think about what that does to the communities that we live and the ability to decrease poverty because entrepreneurs are creating jobs. And I think that's an important thing to remember. Jobs and the economy is sustained by entrepreneurship, by businesses. Jobs, we need jobs in order for the economy to continue to grow. We need entrepreneurs in order for the economy to continue to grow. So my hope, James, is that we can nurture a robust, healthy business environment for people to flourish, for people to grow, because there is a ripple effect in so many different arenas for everybody and everybody benefits. Awesome. Awesome. And just, um, just remind everyone of how they can reach you and how they can reach the Lloyds Bank. Um, I think the easiest thing would be on social media. So I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, my name, Claudine Reed, or they can go to the Lloyds Bank Black business hub um on that hub they'll find you know it's like i said it's like a buffet right there's lots of things there that they can they can find but if they get stuck there just reach out to me on social media and i can point them in the right direction wonderful thank you well thanks everyone for listening and watching as well to another episode of faith flow tv thank you claudine for your time today and god bless you for joining us and uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon thank god you. bless thank you Thank you for listening to the Faithful Podcast by Faithwell TV. Until next time, bye-bye.